Come on, come on, come on, come on. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. What up, what up, what up, what up, y'all? You now tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first, along with my man Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dastley, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man, it's another week. I don't know, this link is going slow, D. They say we live, but I don't see nothing. But we here. We here? We is here. we here? Somebody tag me in a music video, y'all. I got to watch it. <laughs> I don't know if I approve of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I see the rainbows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to watch what people tag you in these days. See, that's you know what I mean? Hey, then people make their page private, and what is a birthday? They want people to say happy birthday right. to them. So they got to make that post. Hey, yeah. guess who birthday right, it is? Right. Oh, I, don't, I, I can't I, stand I, that I, shit. I, I, you don't I hear from them all year long. <laughs> you don't hear from them all year long. And then their birthday come and be like, birthday. I just want to say happy birthday to me and myself. myself. I'm like, yeah, you the only one going to be saying that shit because I ain't saying it. What's up, y'all? What's up? Full disclosure show. Is it, was it still Virgo? Is this still the Virgos? Is this the Virgos? This is Libra. Libra, Libra, Libra. But it's, it's like, it's, it's Libra, Libra. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to all the Libras out here. You know what I mean? I, I I just seen birthdays, just people just oh Russell Ferris. Happy birthday to my dog Russell, Russell Ferris. Been knowing yeah. him in the gang a long time, man. Happy birthday, Yellow. You know what I'm saying? All the other what is it, Libras? You know my mind ain't too sharp. <laughs> See, now, y'all know what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I know no, what he going to say. We just had a long talk about it. <laughs> we ain't had no long <laughs> talk. We ain't had no long <laughs> talk. He said like he was our yeah. parent. We just had a yeah. long talk. I done told you about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out daddy, boy. <laughs> you going to stop this. <laughs> well, without further ado, y'all, we'd like to introduce a special, very I, I, special guest. Let me know if y'all can hear us. Well, go ahead, D. Yeah, very special guest, the author of Universal Colloquies Inside of Me, Life Observer, Wisdom Seeker, the one and only Miss Veronica Thornton. Give it up, y'all. Yeah. Veronica Thornton's building. Veronica What's up, Mr. Zonin Staples? All love. Let me get this. Uh, Ask if she hear us okay. Can you, it looks like she can't. Nobody saying nothing yet. They be on it too, though. Yeah, like, can't we can't you. hear you. We can't hear you. Okay, let me get this thing cracking. We, we got a, we got to the words at the bottom. Did you set that up, Rich? No, that's no, new. no. It's been doing it automatically. It's cool though. Okay, what's up, Media Market? <laughs> Shout out to my man, Media Market. Shout out to Motown, Mo Motown in the building, y'all. Thanks for tapping in with us. What's up, brother Brent? I'ma call you. That's you sending me. I got, I got your text message, brother. I got you. I got you. It's gotta be more birthdays, Myra. Myra yeah, it's, it's birthday. It's, it's definitely more birthdays out there. You know, my nephew's my... birthday next month. Hey, Tim Dog birthday coming up in a few days. No, What's up, Tim month. Hughes? He's birthday at the end of this month. So that's what. Oh, his up. name's Tim too. No. Oh no. You know my nephew Day Day. <laughs> Your family is busy. <laughs> I don't know half my family. Let's go. Yeah, y'all. Thanks for sharing, man. Paul Williamson. What's up? Share the post, y'all. Uh, uh, like uh, and give us your comments. You know what I mean? What you want to hear? What you got to say? So we're going to, uh, real quick, you know, we're going to go ahead and talk to Miss Veronica Thornton for a minute. Veronica, can you uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You call me V. <laughs> That's enough. No, no, for real. Um, well, Veronica Thornton, Cleveland, Ohio, class of 94, MLK. Hey. Um, also, I am a writer. You know, uh, poetry, been in a few anthologies. Not even a writer, you got all you're an author, right? Writer, author, poet, yeah. artist. Yeah. I just love art Publish. in general. Yeah, published a, a few times. That's not a couple fruit, mm -hmm. but I don't mean to brag. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, it's, yeah, it's in a few books. That's all a I have to fruit. say. 
also president of Reliable Hearts, a nonprofit organization dedicated to trying to overcome intergenerational trauma. Talk a little bit about more. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, talk about that. That's wonderful. Uh, well, that's what we do. We we try to, and I guess I'm uh, kind of like an understanding person, so it was only bound to happen. I guess that's part of my calling. So what we do is try to help come up with programs and get to the root of the issue. A lot of these organizations, although they, they're doing a wonderful job, but some of them are only dealing with surface things. Mm. And we're trying to get people to deal with their real issues. So that helps overcome some of the stuff that's affecting them on the surface. So so y'all get deep into it real quick. Medium Marcus, Savannah, your daddy said happy birthday. Shout out to Medium Marcus and his lovely daughter, Savannah. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm. Happy birthday, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, one time said, whatever, Rich. <laughs> what <we> call it? <laughs> whatever, Rich. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we do, you know, and it's all type of ways to do that, but all of us are damaged in some way, mm-hmm. and we just really got to get down to what the real issue is. So, once you can start dealing with your own stuff and stop blaming other people, your parents can't do what they didn't know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't blame them for what they didn't give you, didn't teach you. So you just have to come to an understanding like they didn't know that. So, hey, once they start dealing with their stuff, everybody be cool, but start with yourself. So if you start with yourself, some people, it's like a trickle-down effect. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's really dealing with her own stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, may, Rich might be like, well, then maybe I need to start dealing with my <laughs> shit. I'm a little fucked up, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you, but, you know, I think I think one of the things, too, and especially for, I'm going to say, especially for black men, I'll speak for black men, and I'll speak for myself, <clears throat> included in that, that a lot of us have trouble reaching out for help. And you know what I mean? Me. Especially help like that. You know what I mean? It's easy. It's hard to even reach out. Like if I'm short fifty dollars on my life bill, it's hard for me to reach out. You know what I mean? So you talking about like dealing with mental and, and, and psychological and emotional things that's going on? Like us as black men, sometimes it, it, we find it like it's not even an option for some of us to reach out. And people have to realize that you you have to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think coming in, and that's one of the things where you know you starting to see people starting to understand that. You know, instead of saying mental health, you know, it's it's all one, just health. You know what I mean? We we have to start dealing with it, like our 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 emotional health, the same way we deal with our physical, you know, physical pain. You know what I mean? You got to deal with it. Do you do you find like do you get more women than men coming to reliable hearts? Is that one of the things or no? Um, well, it depends on the programming that mm-hmm. we're offering at that time. Um, Because some we have geared just towards women, some we have geared just towards men, and we also utilize other organizations because there's some that might be able to better serve than we can. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If we don't understand the issue, we got to be willing to admit that we don't understand that one. Like, let's let's get you to somebody that does understand that, you know what I'm saying, or can help you with that. We can't just leave you hanging, but... We're going to get you something if we can't do what we can do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, it really is somebody in everybody's life that they could talk to. I know my phone blow up sometimes, and I don't know if it's just me and how I talk to people or whatever, but it's always somebody you can talk to. I'm sure it's somebody you can trust. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Male or female. And, and it shouldn't be no problem if it is of the opposite sex to be able to say, you know what, Be this is fucked up. Can you... They call me the ventilator. That's my nickname. <laughs> me the ventilator. For real, the ventilator. Yeah, Cause people just vent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's up, Terry Sanders? Hey, Patrick, cool. my boy Cole said, "What's up, Veronica Thorne?" Hey, what's up? What's up? Y'all comment. I got the watch party jumping up. Y'all comment real quick. I wanted to read something. Let me let me show y'all this book. My why I bring it here. This is the book right here. Universal uh, uh, colloquies. You know, all this time I've been saying colloquially inside of me. And I want to read. Public school education. Yeah. I want to read this on the back. And it's, it's titled, Who Am I? And it says, I am the caterpillar that turns into the butterfly. I am the whispering in the wind when you walk by. I am the light behind the twinkling in your eyes. 
I am some, sometimes the conscience that you despise. I can be your worst nightmare or your best friend. I can help end life or help it begin. I will be there when you lose and there when you win. I can keep an open mind or give a swift kick in the behind. I am your relief when you are stressed. I am the cause that listen to the releasing of your unrest. Divinely created, I am a woman truly blessed. I can't. You just call it slap. You call it slap the finger. Yeah, you, you know I can. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what 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 uh brought you to 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 write this book? Just 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 random thoughts and just actually it was the book just came by coincidence. I wasn't intending on writing the book. I was just writing. I was just releasing thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Putting it out there because I was in a few writing groups and all that and even it was just easier to come away from the educational aspect and just write something just off the top of my head because it's hard to turn it off sometimes Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and somebody reached out to me like hey enter this contest you know what i'm saying and i'm like okay whatever so i threw it together put it out there and then i got an email like girl you would i'm like But then it was funny because it was a couple of other poems that was out there and a few people had hit me up like, hey, can I put this in this book? Can I put this in that book? And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. And I didn't realize everybody going through something. I knew that, but I didn't realize that, you know, your words can really affect people like that. Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful thing. Terry Sanders said, I'll take a copy of that book, ma'am. It's on Amazon. It's available on Amazon. What's up, Gabriel Ramos? <laughs> but yeah, and that, and it was good you say that because you know me and me and you had this conversation, Rich, when we, you know, and I was just talking about my own journey. You know what I mean? And going from a person who didn't really want to be seen or heard, you know what I mean, to getting to the point where you know I'm being in the forefront or whatever. And coming to the understanding that it wasn't really about me, it was what is what I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all have something of value, That's things right. that we can all add to. You know what I mean? And, you know, realizing myself, like, you know what? I got something to say. You know what I mean? It ain't about me per se, but I got something to say. Mm-hmm. I done seen a lot, I done done a lot, and been around a lot. And you know, it is, you know, it's it's, it's, it's it's good to put that out because a lot of times when you hear something from somebody else's perspective. What you're going through, you know what I mean? It right. can it can really hit it hit different sometimes. Like you like, wow. You know, somebody else is going through, you know what I mean? It don't matter what mm-hmm. it is, it's like, you know, to, to, that connection. Cause we, we we social creatures, you know, mm-hmm. and that connection. So it's like you have something to offer, you know, and you gotta people, you know, somebody need to hear this, but you just have to realize what it is that you have and, and learn how to harness that. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, man, you know, whether it's in a book, podcast, whatever, right. you know, your, your calling is, you know, know what I mean, just find a way to put that out there, express that, because, you know, we ain't just here just to be, you know what I'm saying, paying bills and just, you know, it's, it's a lot deeper than that, man. It's, it's, it's so much deeper than that. And it's Definitely. funny you said that because I was having a conversation with one of my eldest aunts one time, and I used to have really bad eczema. Like, all over my hands, mm-hmm. everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So, it, people would be standoffish sometimes. And that caused me to just look beyond what was on the surface mm. of people. So, right. if I ain't get a vibe, you know, it was like, ah. But my aunt was like, well, she was like, you was a pretty smart girl. She was like, what you going to try to do, hide all your life? Mm. Like, And I never thought about it like that. Like, I wasn't trying to hide, but uh-huh. I knew I wasn't trying to be at the forefront either. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, fuck it. I don't care what people think <laughs> yeah, anyway. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly, I mean, you exactly. know, put it out there and see right, what happens, right. you know. And that's when you get to the point, you get like, like what, am I, what am I worried about? You right. know what I mean? What am I scared of? Like, Exactly. Yeah. I think that fear is for someone else. Fear isn't for you because it's not you that fears going out there. It's because you fear what other people are thinking or saying about you. So I feel like, well, me personally, once I start realizing that fear isn't about me, it's about other people, 
it helped me to open up and realize that that wasn't my fear being scared of going out because I wasn't scared of going out I was more worried about what people would say so I once I started realizing that I was can't shut me up now. <laughs> well, see, and it wasn't the fear of that. My thing was more so a fear of having to explain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I just sit down and we be cool? I got to sit here. Well, you know, yeah, it's a skin condition. Right, blah, blah, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I shouldn't have to go through that. So that mm-hmm. would shut me down before I even open up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that it was irritating because it's like, don't, I'm not a question person. Don't ask me a bunch of questions. You know what I'm saying? Unless you want me to solve some problems, don't ask me a bunch of questions about stuff. That's, this ain't school. Right. It don't make no sense. But people still, people still got a high school mentality. Yeah, definitely That's the thing. Do. That's true. We got adults walking around mm-hmm. thinking they still in high school. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, playing them high school Right. Kids. You really not grow up, but... A lot of people do after a while, but everybody's growth comes at different times. Now, you had mentioned something about people deflecting blame and, you know, still blaming their parents. Now, I can see someone young doing it. Do you see people older, like 40, 35, 50 years old still blaming? Yes, yes. I, full disclosure, right? (laughs) That's when you know you're about to get something good. Right. I actually had a conversation with my mother without telling the details. You know what I'm saying? She was talking about something she went through when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, she wished she made a different decision. And I was telling her, like, well, the bottom line is you made a choice based on the options you had. Mm -hmm. But you still got to deal with the consequences of that choice. You know what I'm saying? It was still your choice. choice. You know what I'm saying? And and she was just like, well, damn, I didn't think about that. But it was like, (laughs) yeah, it was still your choice now, whether it was fucked up or not. You that's know what you. Right. But that's something you still have to deal with. You got to process it. Like, damn, I could have made another choice, but you didn't. So, you know what I'm saying? Well, just just to piggyback off that, man, just from my own experiences, I think, I, I think maybe sixty percent, and I'm being lowballing here, of people do not take responsibility for their own actions, mm-hmm. even as how old. You know what I mean? You see it. I see it all the time. Everybody wants to blame everybody. Grown people. You know what I mean? I still like you say they're still stuck in the, whether it's a high, high school, school or the teenage yeah. mentality where. You know, wherever they're at in life, it's always somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, for one, we, we talk about self-awareness on this show a lot. Because you have to, first you have to take responsibility for yourself. Like, you know what? Let me look at what I did wrong. You know what I mean? Because we are victims in such a way. There, there are certain things that happen to you that you can't control. It's just, that's just life. But you can't control how you deal with it and how you handle it and how you respond. You know what I mean? You just can't just sit there and just give up. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it's always, you know, I was just talking to a partner of mine, and you know, his, his you know, he had a family member lose. They lost their father and their mother, and you know, one of the brothers just cashed in. He just quit his job. You know what I mean? And you know, di- yeah, just pretty much fell apart. And it was like, you know, I understand how hard. Like in the same year, you know what I mean? It, it was back to back. But you know, at the same time, like you know, this guy's you. You fifty two. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you fifty two. Like, what do you expect? Your parents not gonna live forever. You know, I know it's hard, but you just throw you know everything in the toilet and just you know what I mean. It's just hard, man. I'm, I'm not laughing. I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, you just. I mean, you shit know, happens. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, you you gotta. I mean, I know it's hard. You know what I mean? But you just can't just throw in the towel. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, you got kids watching you. You know what I mean? You know, you your kids are looking at you, seeing how you gonna respond. That's gonna dictate to them how. Like, and I've always been conscious, like you know, my sons gonna see how I respond, and then they gonna they gonna take that. You know, kids they hear what you say, but they learn by watching. Right. You know what I mean? And when you deal with situations in a certain way, it's gonna resonate with them consciously and subconsciously. So, you know. It's crazy, man. So if someone wanted to be a part of your organization, be a counselor, or is that what you guys call yourself, counselors? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you refer to yourself? Um, 
Well, I'm just the president of the organization. I would not profess to be a counselor, although I do have some certifications that would not qualify me as a counselor. Could okay. you say the name of the, your your organization again? Reliable Hearts. ReliableHearts.org, right? ReliableHearts.org. So if I wanted to be a person that they could vent to, how would I go about that? Um, well, we're still setting up that program because uh, it was interesting how that came about because we was talking about that. Like, everybody does need somebody to vent to. Mm-hmm. And then the, the person that vents has to have somebody to vent to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't carry all of that. So we still try to work that one out because who feels like, how do you tell somebody, like, girl, you got to go talk to somebody after you to talk mm-hmm. to all these people, but if you ain't talking to me, how I know you talking to right. somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it can't 22. Right. So we got to figure out the logistics of that one. But. That's crazy because it was a quote. And I wish I could, re- I, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact quote, but it was, it was I got it from the, the Watchmen, the movie. But he was quoting a, a, a leader and he was like, you know, a guy walks into the office, you know, crying and, and sobbing and falling apart. And, and, the, and the psychiatrist says, what, what's wrong with you? And, he, you know, he's like, I, you know, I'm falling apart. I can't help myself. Da, 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 da. And the psychiatrist, giving, he's like, well, just go see the great uh, uh, Houdini. I can't remember who it was. And, and it was and, you know, you, your, all your troubles will be OK. And the dude starts sobbing even harder. And the doctor, he said, well, what's wrong? He was like, well, I am the great who did it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, well, he telling everybody to come see me. like, who I going to go see? Hey, you know Josiah Staples said, a mature person takes responsibility for their own actions. Nowadays, many folks have a narcissistic behavior. Because I asked the question, do you take responsibility for your own actions? Is that Are you seeing that more and more? Or, you know. What's up, George Holloway? Like, what's up, Kasim Kelly? I think that came out over the last 10 years is the term toxic. I'm glad that people understand that because I don't think we had a title for it when we were growing up. We just knew mama went talking to one of our aunties for whatever reason or this cousin went talking to that. Right. And then you, you see generations of kids not talking to each other because they mama or their daddy wouldn't mess with each other. And most of the time, I just my, my experience has been the mothers because mama ain't talking to that person. You don't talk to that person. And because you can't go, over, I don't go over there, you can't go over there. How do you start bridging that gap with those people call those family curses? Those ain't curses. Those are people being stubborn. It is. And it's one of those things that is different for everybody. There is no one size fits all. You know what I'm saying? So on the the scientific side, let's just say, it is said that people, they keep their habits where they're happiest at. So Ooh. if you are happiest at 21, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you 45, you're going to still live as if you're 21 in so many ways. So your mindset is stuck on being 21 because that's when you feel you was happiest. You know what I'm saying? If you Ooh. was happiest at 18, you know what I'm saying? Hence the high school mentality. Right. High school mentality. A lot of people's right. best years was their high, high school, school years. Exactly. So they keep that mentality and they keep going and they don't realize how they're perpetuating it within their own What lives. is that called again? I'm going to type that in here. I don't know the psychological term. Oh, okay. Right. 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 Like, I ain't about to act like I know the psychological <laughs> Arrested development is what I call it. And that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Though, because that, if that's where you are happy, okay, so think about what they say about women. If you look at a woman's pictures over the years, let's say a 40-year span, let's just say. Mm-hmm. You look at a 40-year span, you'll see her hairstyle that repeats. That hairstyle that repeats is the one that she was happiest with. Ooh, you know what I'm that's saying? That's dope. That, that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? That if she was happy, like she felt like she got the most attention with that. or <laughs> She dropping you know, jewels, y'all. y'all. That, that's that's, how, that's when she was the happiest. And people don't look Veronica at that. Veronica Thornton, y'all. You just, you just reminded me of one of our family members that for the longest time, they would wear the same hairstyle. This, and it was like five hairstyles in, ro- in one. It was like a French roll. Then they had the braid. Then they had the finger waves. Then they had some oh, damn curls wow. over here. Busy. And tell them that they wouldn't fly. Tell them, if they, tell them they wouldn't fly and see if they wouldn't fly. And fighting. the one thing she ain't telling y'all people, that was her uncle. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, so real quick, I want, again, let me, let me uh, put this book right out here, man. 
Y'all cop that there. You can get it on Amazon. You say Universal Colloquies Inside of Me my my by Miss Veronica Thornton. Y'all cop that. And uh, Tania Jones said true. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out again to my man George Holloway. Y'all, y'all tapped into the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house, along with special guest Miss Veronica oh, Thornton. So, uh, without we're gonna go ahead and slide on in uh, uh, to the next subject, Miss uh, Lisa Lisa Lisa. Yes, let me put my glasses on because y'all know I cannot see without my glasses. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be cute. Like that, old, like that old lady. You put, <laughs> your, you put, your black, you put the glasses on like... Look, I, was at, I was at Walmart and I was looking at the strings that you hold the glasses in like this. My son going to say, Mom, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, you ain't the only one. You got to take a picture of the receipt and blow it up yes. just to see we have to blow need, it. You take a picture. Yeah. Like, blow, oh, I need my glasses is. to find my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to uh, discuss the Electoral College. So I, I see it's um, voting time. We're supposed to vote. And I never really hear about the, this part of the voting. And this is a big part of voting. And I was a little ignorant as to exactly what it meant. All I, all I knew is that this was what determined our president and our vice president. But I didn't understand exactly how about it was going. I just knew that it's some bullshit and it didn't need to be <laughs> part, <laughs> part of the Constitution. <laughs> so basically, if you guys don't know, basically your votes, they do count. So when you say your votes do count, now I understand exactly why you say that. But to me, it's still bullshit. But your votes count because your votes tell the electoral college how you how their vote's supposed to be. Supposed so supposed to be. to be. So it's supposed to go how whatever president the president wins the popular votes in whatever state they're supposed to choose. But that's not how it goes. We all know that. But I do think that this is an important part of us. I mean, this is the important part that we should know. And I guess that's why it's important to start voting as far as your senators and that whole part of voting. The the presidential voting is not as big as they make it. It's really the small votes that count. Your judges in that part of the voting but nobody never talks about this they always just talk about they always just press oh get the vice the vice i mean uh biden for vice president or president whatever the fuck he's supposed to be and you know what i'm saying but nobody's (laughs) nobody's talking about this and we gotta we gotta step back and look like okay these people are important these people are more important than the actual president so I just want to put this out there, and at the end of the day, if you ask me, it just needs to be totally cut out, eradicated, and just totally forgot about and never come back again. But that ain't how it's going to be. But since it's not, at least let's educate ourselves and read up on it and figure out how to fuck the maneuver through it so we know how to maneuver through it. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to vote, that's my opinion. I honestly think that um, it's just a joke. And because we don't understand voting, some of us don't understand voting, you know, it's not as important as it should be. I just want to know what you guys' opinion is on this. Well, you're the guest, so be my guest. Um, okay. Um, well... The Electoral College is some bullshit. I mean, they know they need to get rid of it. That's why it's been talked about. But we all know the Electoral College was created to kind of extinguish our vote. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but people don't realize that's why it was important that they vote when Congress and and all those seats went up because what they didn't realize they were doing was (laughs) what they did realize they were doing was setting it up where the Republicans were going to be able to block every single 
judge and or decision that Obama was attempting to mm-hmm. make. So in the meantime, while people weren't paying attention, Trump then appointed over a hundred judges Facts. on the lower. Oh, oh, okay, over two hundred. See, I didn't know how, how because I was so irritated. I stopped counting. I'm like, see, people don't pay attention to this part. Lifetime like, appointments, right? Like this is how they play chess, though. While we still playing checkers, yeah. you know, because. They blocked it intentionally knowing that the next president, whoever was going to be, hopefully, they was hoping for a Republican. They got what they asked for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In so many ways. But, you know, the fact that they did it like that and then appointed all those judges and people didn't even bat an eyelash. That's astounding. You know well, what I'm saying? I think because they, uh, they, they leave us to, to not even think about this part of an election, they focus so hard on voting, on voting for whatever president you want to vote for that they don't even talk about this and they don't even teach this part of the government in school. You know what I'm saying? So most of it, if you Ooh, if, wait a minute, back up since the MLK law and public service just yeah. didn't well, <laughs> for your school, my school didn't teach it. What's up, there? Said, so we don't. A lot of people don't know. And right. because it's not in the news and it's not um, in the media or it's not in the front, people aren't really paying attention to what they need to pay attention to instead of paying attention to all these other things. And some of these things are important, but we still need to keep track of these other parts of it. So when we get here in these four years, we know we know what these uh, electoral colleges is going to do, what they ain't going to do. But what see, they that's why they do. magnify presidential mm-hmm. elections to to make it seem like that's the top exactly. dog position and it's really not because if you think about it the judge no matter what legislation house or congress senate anybody puts up can be stopped by any one of them judges that's now on a lifetime payroll yep that they all picked we got some comments here Rich. yeah Trezana <laughs> Sable said I took an entire class when I was in college about a about the Electoral College. And uh, I think I read to Nia Jones, he said true. Shout out to my man, Rock Isle, man, and the Truth Be Told radio show. Thanks for sharing, brother. Shout out to my man, Torrey. You know what I mean? Much love, man. Much love out there, Dick Dodson. All right, Serizana Staples went on to say, it's supposed to be about statistics. So, you get me started on statistics. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you chose to talk about the Electoral College. It's something we need to do away with. So, one of my really good friends, kind of a mentor, I'd say he's a mentor, you know, especially with what he's going through right now, devout Republican. And, you know, I told him the racist, it's a racist origin, no surprise there, right, to the Electoral College, because it wanted to give the same amount of weight to Southern states as it did Northern states. So they came up with the Electoral College. Now, each state has a number of Electoral College votes that they have. And I believe to win the presidency, you got to have like 260, 270, something like that. And then you're able to win, even if you don't win a popular vote. Mm -hmm. States like New York, California have more people in them, and they tend to vote more Democratic. Mostly everybody in the United States is, is a, we're a Democratic society. Even though we're a Republic, we're a Democratic society. So normally Democratic people would win. So there's a few things that they do. The first being the Electoral College, deciding they, the president, they give X amount number of votes to each of these states. Then they call certain states swing states, which they could go either Republican or Democrat. So those are states like Wisconsin. It's normally middle America. Mm-hmm. You know, Hillary Clinton and them called them flyover states. I mean, they flew right over them and didn't stop there. That's where she lost the vote in the last popular election. Well, in the last election. She, she won a popular vote, but she didn't win and left electoral votes. Mm-hmm. So this was instituted to give slave owners the same amount of power that the northern states had, even though the northern states were more populated. They counted us as three-fifths human. That's why that way they can have as many Congress people, as many senators. It's 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 a game. It's a shell game, just everything you just you said. The other thing is gerrymandering. The gerrymandering is when they draw districts up based on demographics and who they know and how they vote. So they pick Republican districts. They'll say these votes count. This way, they make sure that they stay in power. Which is why the census is, is important. The census mm-hmm. is very important. You have until well, 
till tomorrow to get back your number. So you could go online to do it. Really, it was the 31st. But um, the courts were overruled by, uh, the, by the Senate. And they said, no, we're going to stop it on the 5th. Okay? So get your stuff in. Everything is, is predicated on the census on the whole thing. So they spent all this time paying these groups. They're called PACs, political action committees. And then they kind of, they take a litmus test and they find out what society is thinking. And then they feed to the lowest common denominator of your paranoia. So you get groups like QAnon that come up with all conservatives are pedophiles, they're rapists, they're eating children, Obama order hot dogs, he's molesting kids and the thing. They come up with all these wild conspiracy theories to disenfranchise you and make you feel like all these people are freaks. I'm not giving my vote. Why should I vote? They're playing into that now. If you go through most of your friends that come up, that pop up now on Facebook or Instagram, if you start deep doing a deep dive, they don't even exist. And these are people, you, they, they walk around with woke and uh, melanin and all this other stuff. I'm, I'm a melanin person, but really it's just a Russian bot. And they feed you paranoia things in order to make you feel like my vote doesn't count. And Lisa, I think you did a great job of saying this. The Senate votes come up every time the presidential election happens. Congress is going to be next year, okay? So these people have been in 30, 40 years. I hear it all the time where they say, well, what did Obama do for black people? Well, he didn't have the support in the Senate to get things through. Mitch McConnell said he was going to do his best job to make sure that he was a one-term president. They never appointed any of the judges President Obama put up. They appointed every single one that Donald Trump put up. Here's how this affects you. He put in... 59 judges for the appeal court. So let's say you're wrongly, wrongfully convicted. That could happen to black people very easily, black men especially. I could be crossing the street and they said I robbed somebody. Now, they say you're innocent until proven guilty. Now, in America, really, you're guilty until you're proven innocent. And if you're black, you're guilty until you have enough money to get your ass up out of there, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say I got all this evidence. They present it to one of these judges that he appointed. They don't even have to hear your case. So this is how power is shifted. Your vote counts. Stop letting people tell you why vote, why this. I get it. Presidential, I don't care. If, don't, don't vote on the president, but vote on your senators. Vote on the U.S. House of Representatives. Vote on your Congress members. Vote on the judges that you place. Because I'm telling you, it is people who do not have your best interest that are sitting in lifetime appointments. That's why now they're trying to rush through this Amy chick and get her on the Supreme Court because she's conservative. Now, I don't care about... Um, abortion as much as most people do, but I know that's a hot point for certain people. That's not important to me. Her conservative views is what bothers me. Now, it's two things that's happening right now, and I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm going to get off my high horse. Y'all, yeah, I got a soapbox, you know. Can't give a black man a microphone. Come on now. <laughs> so, um, so, it's two things that just happened. There uh, is the United States versus Ming Dai, and the United States versus, oh, I forget the other name, and I'm sorry, y'all. They just put the two cases together, and I forget the uh, it's a uh, it's a Latin term when they put two cases together. What's happening is you have people who are coming across the border, and they their uh, citizenship is adjudicated right there by the people that listen to them. What they're trying to do is say that even though the lower appellate judge might have said that their citizenship is good, they want to be able to review it and take it away. So they don't want that judge to be the, the last say in it, even though they saw it. Well, how do you know that they were really trying to get away from gang violence? How do you know that their mother was uh, raped and their children was molested and they come in here? They could be lying. So now you want to not give them your citizenship. We don't want to be a sanctuary for anyone. The other thing that they put with that is Voting Rights Act, Arizona. In Arizona, if you're in a district, mm -hmm. Arizona is very sparse and spread out. You know what? I'm going to stop it right there because this is just like when I be doing my thing and I'm on stage and I'm like, okay, I kind of go to the other thing. Bottom line, man, I, I'm not your only source. I'm a talking head. This is a, this is a nothing but a podcast. Don't take my word for it. They're trying to take your right to vote away. And for you that don't vote, I want to see how you're going to react when you can't vote. They just put these two cases together in order to take your rights away. In Texas, they have polling places that are for one of 200 miles. 200 miles is only one place that you could do your vote. Come on. They know that it's so many poor people. They keep you so stressed to just put food on the table. Like Derek said, a lot of men don't even tell people when they're struggling. So what am I going to do? Am I going to have enough gas in my car to get back and forth to work? Or am I going to exercise my right to vote? They keep you oppressed. 
They keep you broke in order so you can't think about, about this stuff. But for all of you that say you don't vote, what happens when they take that right away? Because that's what's happening. That's it. I digress. I take what's up, Ed Mac? What's up? Uh, let me see. People who join me, I want to see, man, get this this name right here. Bakari. What's up with it? We got some more. Any comments yeah, on that? Yeah, said the Republicans were controlling the House and Senate during Obama, Obama's presidential term. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand that, sis. You're right. Thanks, Tom Tom. He said, preach, brother, preach. Lamar Worthy, what's going on, King? Hey, we miss you in Cleveland, bro. Coming down there to holler at you. I got a vacation spot now. Down in the Carolinas. So, bottom line is, start paying a little more attention to the Senate and the, that whole part of your government and your judges and all that. And um, <laughs> we'll, be a lot, we'll be a lot better than we are now. You're right. Hey, Patrick Bumpboy Cole said, Rich try to stop himself but keep going. Mm-hmm. No, bro, you know what? I, 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 we'll talk about that. Come see me on stage. Y'all hear me talk about this stuff. October 9th. Well, um, I mean, speak, speaking from a person who has been and is still skeptical about, and I don't know if it's, I, I don't want to say it's just voting, it's just the entire system, and we didn't talk about this before. And I think a lot of people who are, who are, who are, who feel skeptical about voting are looking at all the candidates, not just the Republicans, mm-hmm. but the Democrats, and they're just sick of them. Like you know what I mean? I mean you know like you know you know I I I was born in 1973. I'm seeing all these presidents and all these different regimes come and go, and it's like it's it's more the same, more the same, more the same. same. You know what I mean? So I I understand like you know, and and for years, man, maybe like I voted the first year Obama went in office was was like I voted, and then for maybe eight maybe eight nine years after that, I just didn't vote. I lost. You know what I mean? And then, you know, talking to, you know, me and you have our conversations and, you know what I mean, talk me into voting. But every time I vote, I, I kind of feel like, you know how you ever had a one-night stand without a Cosmo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That next day, like, oh, well, that's, shit. That's never happened to me <laughs> this week. You know what I mean? You just feel, you feel nasty afterwards, you know what I mean? It's like, God so damn, bad. you know? And <laughs> <laughs> Never do stuff like this, right. you know. But just, that's just how it's like, you know. It, it's Why like is my urine so thick. You know, when, when people say <laughs> you choose it between the lesser two evils, it's like that's actually what you're doing. And, but the point you make, you know, we do need to revamp the whole system. But until we do, and that's kind of why I choose to vote. It's like, okay, whether where, however I may feel about it, you know, it, it, we talk about linking up as a collective and, and moving as one. You know what I mean? So until we can all you know, we, we we fighting over this and that. It only take it it take me two seconds to go out, boom boom boom, vote and I leave. Do I I don't but you know like I said I, you will never see me with oh look at my I voted pen and <laughs> I'm so proud that I voted. I mean I be like yeah I voted, <laughs> you know I voted. But you know I did it because we got to We got to move. You go smoke at, one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need a drink after this. <laughs> I'm about to go vote. Then I'm gonna hit the bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stress. Because you see so many times these guys promise they're going to do X, Y, Z, and then you get them in there and they don't do nothing. And I say until we have a, a powerful enough base where we can hold whoever is in, uh, in office accountable. Like, that's what Diddy was talking about. Like, you know, we need to be like where, okay, we we like whoever is in. Like, okay, we're going to come and give you money on your campaign. Well, here's and you thing. make sure well, you well, do it. You hear what work. you just said, though? You have to put money on the campaign. Yeah, you have Once to. Once you have to stop putting so much money into having a candidate, you'll have better candidates. Because yep. until the government starts reflecting the people, it's always going to be like that. So. If you got people who are empowered that's always had money, you What's think up, they Aunt really going to let somebody who in what they call uh, the bottom ring of society <laughs> right, decide right. for them what exactly, they're going to exactly, do. Exactly. Like, that's, you have to find somewhere in the middle so it has to be working class people who understand both sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Well, bottom line is they think that, you know, uh, most Americans are stupid. And I, I'll tell you why I say that. Trezana Staples said, exactly, Lisa. True. We need to pay attention to all elections, especially the local elections. This is one of the biggest things I've been preaching. Pay, pay attention to your ward, your councilman. Pay, pay attention to 
your senators, pay attention to your Congress people because they really who could block stuff. But when I was telling y'all about the person I was talking about, he's, he's 81, he'll be 82 in December. And uh, what he said is, I said, the electoral colleges is a, is a racist construct. You know, it was built off of our backs and then it was built to subjugate us. And then on top of that, we're fed misinformation because we don't control the media. But the last thing is, what he told me is, he was like, yeah, but if you didn't have that, you have California and New York decide who the president is. Well, if we're in a majority rules society, majority should rule. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be good and bad in that. But the great thing is, we're now not becoming the statistical minority anymore. People of brown skin are becoming statistically the majority. And that's the biggest fear. What I have to tell the old guard and dominant society is, we ain't trying to get get back. We just trying to have the same life that you have. Because if we really wanted retribution, we wouldn't be going about marching and asking you for it. We'd be taking it. Now, you tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. We got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dassey, just dropping it like it's hot on y'all. I hope y'all got that. And, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett, along with very special guest, Miss Veronica Thornton, y'all. We just was just talking about the electoral colleges. And, and, and since we own this in the same vein, we're going to go ahead and get into the social media post of the week. Well, I got an interesting one. Before I do that, Josiah Staples said, how I voted since I was 18 in every election. However, my life has never been controlled by the government or any outside entity. So that means you've been voting a whole three years. That's what's up, <laughs> That's what's up, baby. So, um, hey, social media post of the week. I think we all know what's going on. Number 45. One Donald J. Trump, who laughed at Joe Biden last week for wearing a mask, got COVID-19, or so he says he has <laughs> COVID-19. So my thing is, like, watch what you watch how you mock people. This man mocked um, Hillary Clinton back in 2016 when she caught pneumonia. She could barely walk 15 feet. She's falling down. He mocked John McCain. I don't like people who've been captured. He he mocked the uh, family of a uh, of a of a wounded veteran. I'm sorry, of a killed veteran uh, because he got killed. Uh, he mocked Sean Lewis. He's mocked uh, a reporter who has cerebral palsy. Uh, um, he's mocked. He's mocked. He's mocked. And it looks like the chicken has come home to roost, <laughs> as my brother Malcolm X once said when he was talking about John Kennedy. Now. Uh, one thing about our people, when I'm talking about black people in general, we are very, very cognizant of not wishing bad on other people because we've had bad on our families for so long. So you got a lot of us that are really wishing him no death. Uh, some of us are probably actually glad he got it just so he can experience what, what it is. What's crazy is this man has people arguing in the Supreme Court right now to take Obamacare off the records. He's trying to take people off of medical coverage while he's in a social medicine hospital right now. Just the irony of this whole damn thing is just amazing to me. But none of us want to see him dead. It doesn't do anybody any good to see this man die. I don't want to see Donald Trump dead. That's not what I want. If he loses, I want him to lose fair and square. I want him to lose on the same merits, just like he stole the presidency. I want him (laughs) to lose it the right, proper way. I wish him a speedy you want recovery. Him to suffer. But <laughs> I, I want him to, to suffer a long, a nice long recovery. Is that what Derek said? I didn't say that. The words that Derek Williams said is not the words reflected by everybody on the full disclosure show, especially the big head guy with the dimples. But uh, what I'm saying is this: when you mock people, karma has a way of coming back to bite you in the ass. Humble yourself, Trump. Now we've found out you ain't a billionaire, which I think every black person knew. You made four hundred twenty-one million, but you in a hole four hundred thirty million. Y'all know my routine. That's, that's <laughs> some n-word shit right there, y'all. So, but um, bottom line is this, man. I hope you get a. Uh, I hope you recover, however long it takes you. But I want you. I'm glad that you experienced this stuff because when people were talking to you about how many people dead, what did you say? You said it is what it is. So it is what it is, Mr. Trump. 
I hope that you recover and I hope that you lose and you go away quietly. But we know that it's going to take a little bit of military force to get you up out that office. But you gone. Bye bye. All right. Uh, before I go to you, we got some comments. Um, Trezana said, I'm sorry, Tania Jones said, I feel our lives are controlled by the government. The government controls a big part of our lives. It's like having another set of parents. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. Uh, Patrick Bob Boy Cole said, he lying, as usual. They already talking about releasing them. Thank you. <laughs> Tania Jones Thank started you. laughing. Trezana Sable said, Trump, Trump, and his cronies are coming out with positive COVID-19. Er, now, hold on. They have an agenda, and they all need to fade away. Let's be. Let's let's say this. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. She said, "My last dying wish is that I'm not replaced when I pass away. Let the next president come in." Lindsey Graham said that no president leaving should appoint a judge when they're leaving in an election year. So did Mitch McConnell. She wouldn't even dead 24 hours before they start putting people in. And then it's like a play. It's like a biblical thing. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't be quoting the biblical text, but they say you reap <laughs> what you sow. All right, sis. I'm sorry, queen. You good? I just I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think I think it's he's pulling a Dewine. He's pulling like a He's pulling a Dewine. He does not see it going good for him. He needs to play on the sympathy, sympathy because mm -hmm. everybody done found out he broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they see that he ain't talking about nothing. He throwing stuff out there. I got a black plan for y'all. Like, <laughs> 500 million. Right. Man, listen. I got a plan for you Negroes. Right. This is, this is like a Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's less than 30 <laughs> days to the election. And he's supposed to do how many more debates? And you're supposed to be on quarantine for 14 days. He just pulled a DeWine on a massive scale. And then that what they're doing is to make it believable. Because if you look at the one picture where they said, oh, he's still working. This nigga got a Sharpie was, in his it's, hand. It's Sharpie in blank paper. I can't see it. I tried to pull no, it up. Blank. I can't it's see blank. it. Okay, it but he ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? But the whole thing is because they have writers <laughs> to, to play all of this out. They got to make it look good. Oh, he's sick. Everybody's around him sick. So now they we got Vince McMahon right. and WWE. Right. Oh my God. Now the so, big show is going to come back. Right. Everybody's going to get sick and everything, but everybody's going to be well and nobody's going to die and they're not going to be anything like the 200,000 some odd people who just fucking die of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, ain't nothing wrong with him. Show, show me when he get on a ventilator. And then I still might not even believe it. How about the, with the recording? His wife talking about F Christmas because that's how she really feel. Did oh, you see what she did for Christmas? And Michelle Obama said F Christmas. Oh, white folks, their hands would explode. I'm but sorry. it's always a double standard. It's a double you know standard. what I'm saying? If you see what she did for Christmas, you're like, what? oh, so let's vote. That's you, not even a happy okay. Christmas at y'all house. <laughs> I think he really got the COVID. You say he doesn't, Lisa? What he say does. you, Lisa? Uh, I think in the ninth hour, the twelfth hour, he's gonna come out. And he gonna be cured from all from all, and it's gonna be the hydrochlorine. Yeah, you trying to pray? Yeah, that chloroquine stuff. I just took the chloroquine and, and praise God, and yeah. I prayed, and my prayer warriors came along, and now I'm healed. I'm the president of the United yeah. States, Trump forever. And that's what's gonna be. Cause that's how his followers are gonna see him. They gonna look at him like, like a guy. Yeah. So I was watching the the, the first. <laughs> presidential debate and it was quite a show. I got quite He's a tickle. So childish. <laughs> uh, he was. I got quite quite a tickle out of it. <laughs> My and kid had to watch it and the, he said he was acting like a kid. He was. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even really on politics like that. But I'm like, oh Biden and Trump by the debate? I, I mean, this gonna be must see TV. I said, you know I, I, said I wanna watch it just for the funnies. <laughs> It's like watching Nothing Real Housewives or Washington D.C. Did you see? Did you see my post? I'm yeah, like, yeah. That was like girl, uh, auntie, Let me tell you, the surreal life. <laughs> the surreal life. And uh, so and you I said was, you don't think he had it? No. And I was just watching. They had this this after thing where you can call in and leave voice your opinion if you was decided, undecided, or whatever. And the people that were voting for Trump, they just sounded so like some old hillbilly hicks. Redneck trailer. Mm -hmm. I love Trump. <laughs> the Lord said. 
trunk, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> hey, wait, real quick. Patrick Bumperboy Cole said, I thought he was trying to sell a vaccine for the pharmaceutical companies. He was going to take it, recover, and then tell the world that it's secure, and he'll get a piece of the profits. Hey, that's why all my options traders, Gilead, I'm just going to say that. Um, uh, Tania Jones said he was, it was sad. He was childish. He was real childish. He I can't, we got I two votes that he ain't really sick. I can't I said, believe I think, I think y'all think my president will fake his own. I can't believe. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick. Talk about Donald we, Trump. We're going to dedicate a song real quick to the president, man. You know what I'm saying? Just real quick, I want to dedicate this song. Donald Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The truth about a roadie, she's a sweet little girl. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I'm ashamed. Hey, here we go. Bring it home, Donald Trump. If you believe in love is all that it can do for you, make a chance, girl. We're gonna break down for Donald Trump. We're gonna break down for Donald Trump, man. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all leave my president alone. Donald Trump ain't lying. Derek, is he sick or is he lying? We got one or two. Come on. You with me. I know you with me. Is it real or is it memory? Is it real or is it memory? Man, you know what? It's a mirage. What? Before you answer, how horrible of a person do you have to be that you say, I'm near death? And people be like, nah. I'm not bad of a person. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. man. I say that all the time, too. Like, I see... It, if people have a post like if they put Donald Trump's face on the cliff, and if you see him drowning, if you see him hanging off, what would you do? I would save him. Yeah, I, I would yeah, save, save him. I, I don't wish I death on nobody. Die. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. You know, does he have the coronavirus? You know, if you say on, so, D. then you do. Come you got on. it. He got yeah, it. Yeah, two to two. Got it. it is he a tie. He got it. Hey, y'all, break the tie. I need he you in the comments. Trezana Staples said he wants sympathy votes. Right. All right, y'all, in the comments, tell us, does he have COVID or is he faking? Is he telling the truth or is he pulling the Melania Trump and he faking? <laughs> oh, Donald, <laughs> Donald, oh, you're killing it, Donald. <laughs> yeah, he about as fake as that Oh, is she faking it? She ain't even said nothing. They no, just, no, she's sick too. No, 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 no. She they hasn't reported said a word. That. They're just telling us. She, she got to be sick because he's sick. Exactly. She over there right, right. with her right. ankles the, the story is not All believable. Right. Here, here come a vote. So this is a real vote. Tania Jones said he lied. They just said he was riding by wave. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is you gonna see the ripple effect because it, in order for the story to work, What's up? everybody What's up? Around, has sick. to get sick at some point. Right. Sable said he faking and lying. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see. Is he like a kid on a, trying not to go to school because yeah. he got a test? Right. <laughs> I ain't going up against Biden right. again. He didn't put his thermometer on the heater. Oh, another faking vote. Tania Jones said faking. All right, Patrick Bubba Boy Cole. Uh, brothers out there, the men out there, tell me, is, is Donald is he, Trump Is he faking really, or is he, is he really? Faking. Is he faking? I don't think my president faking. Y'all ain't got no fake. You know what? See, that's why y'all can't hide nothing. Y'all can't do it like the Donald. He about as fake as that million dollars he got sitting nowhere. His hair is real. His tan is real. He's really a billionaire. He's, He's the best at the English language. He's the besterfulest. What's up, Tim Dog? He's the big words. He's the most gooderest. <laughs> give, give, hey, everybody who watch watch Happy party, birthday, give us Jim. your give October us your vote. 10th. Do y'all think, uh, President? Do you think Trump's de- really had the coronavirus or he just is bullshit? He, is he, he ain't got Do I throw the fifteen yard flag for bullshit? My president got the COVID nineteen, and y'all need to stand behind him. Like he's still behind convenient. John McCain. Wait, <laughs> like he's still behind the four star. Like he's still behind the black people. Okay, well, maybe we shouldn't be standing behind this guy. <laughs> Who did he stand behind? Well, if, if, if it's not fake, like it's so sure is, sure is convenient, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you come down with the, 
the COVID right right in the middle of Somebody the election. Somebody said he's you know? orange. <laughs> <laughs> well, jaundice. He has jaundice. That's what we know, right? So, uh, he faking the funks, Patrick Bubboy said. That's to me and said he's orange. <laughs> so he got jaundice. We know he has jaundice. Yeah, because he's in the high risk group. So if he gets, oh yeah, matter of fact, he, him and half of the Senate are in the yeah. high risk. He said, group. Oh, so he, he said, how about Kellyanne Conway daughter blasting her about actually having it? She like, oh, my mother got us all. <laughs> I know they hate her. They go, why does they still let her live in the house? I don't know. That is funny. Trump said, "Yo, Melania, she has a." She's a little bit older than me, younger than me, just a little bit though. She's just a little bit. Virus. My doctor said I was the healthiest person he had ever seen. <laughs> he, couldn't Ooh, believe, he couldn't believe I had it. I'm 73 years old. And I tell you what, if it wasn't a debate, I had to fight. <laughs> if the coronavirus was a person, <laughs> it would be Donald Trump. You know what I think? I think that he came to Cleveland. He hooked up with some hooker off a of tender, <laughs> and then he had an outbreak of herpes on his face. So that's why he had to put the mask on, and then the till is going. No, I'm just joking, y'all. I, I'm totally joking. I don't want that to become a meme. Fake news. They be like, he reporting fake news. Fake news. Donald they Trump was reported his, coming off St. Clair. post this video to show because you over there reporting fake news. This little Negro in Cleveland that said I had herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Donald Trump be on it too, man. We got, oh, we, we got that one hit. Cancel like, their the secret, show. The Secret Service was watching us one yeah. day, y'all. So, look, we joking. We, get, we I, got I'm flying. Actually, I'm rooting for Donald Trump. I think that he actually had the COVID-19. So, we got, it's two to two. Most of the viewers said he don't have it. But, like the old white guy I was telling y'all about said, y'all don't know nothing. So, y'all must be either from New York or California. But, it, it goes to <laughs> it goes to the old wise tale about the boy who cried Cry wolf. wolf. You know, when you lie like a rug, even if you're telling the truth, people just not going to believe it. No, That's what that like whole narrative is here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that the ultimate comb over? Man, he I ain't that tall. He way, way more than what he say. <laughs> he ain't that tan. Everything about him he is different. He's different. He is different. Y'all leave my president alone. I'm going to tell you one thing about Donald Trump. Old school black people would have said this. At least he out with it. He out with it. He don't like you and you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know why so many people. Now, Joe Biden, Donald Trump is a bigot slash racist because he does it on the company. Joe Biden is an old school bigot. He he actually think he like you, but he really think that, yeah, hey. no, he's still black. What was that? See, that's the secret service. <laughs> I love Donald Trump. And I, I, I pray for my president. Matter of fact, we, we're going to do a prayer meeting after this is over. Oh, yeah. Well, matter of fact, everybody bow your head. Hey, Tom Tom said, fuck Trump, no Browns. Everybody bow your hands. We want to say yeah, a prayer yeah, for yeah. Donald Trump. Moment of silence for Donald Trump. Lord. Fuck that. May you give him all the health he needs, Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, preacher. Come may, may you take this coronavirus from his, his plate, Lord. Well, give him the strength well, to continue on with this debate with Joe Biden, Lord. We, we come to you in the name. Amen. Amen. In the name of Trump. Get well soon, Trump. Shondell Ray said, not the first time he and his wife tested positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, that oh my that goodness. That was a good one. That was a good one. Patrick Buckboy Cole put a whole bunch of gravestones up. That is just horrible. You know what? We praying for you, Donald Trump. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking, boy. I love it. Hey, what, hey, what my man, what my man, to, to quote the, the great, uh, 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 what was my man name on Rocky? Uh, if he dies, he dies. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, you know, no. You can tell we're people joking. to pray. We're just joking. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. No, in real honesty, if he's sick, I could tell you, it is 98% of, 95% of black people, 80% of black people is hoping he recovers. 20% want him to take a long-ass time to recover because it's people that we know, we love. Everybody's been touched by this disease, whether you got a, a family member that's been in jail, whether you got a family member in a nursing home. We all know somebody who actually died from this because when it first came out, we can't even trust the government. Right. Everybody right. like, this is fake, this is fake. It took so you knew somebody who died. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I, I never, I've known people who've had it. I, I, don't, I haven't known anybody personally that I know that died from it. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? At this point, I have people I've known that died have been like an eight. Okay. Or up. So we don't want anybody to die from nah. it. But I'm glad that I you had the yeah. experience. Hopefully, is it too late to teach an old dog new tricks? Yes. Yes. His yes. ass. <laughs> yes. Josiah Staples said that debunks the myth that melanated people get COVID 19 more than any other race. Yeah, because it, it's happening to all of them old people in Washington right now. I bet you it was a party and they had hookers that had it. I'm just telling you. That's what I think that happened. They came to Cleveland. They were like, we're going to fly some girls. And then it all happened. I have no proof of anything that I'm saying. (laughs) Who needs proof? (laughs) Hey, we want to thank everybody, man, for joining. Special special thanks to our guest, Ms. Veronica Thornton. Always welcome, man. It's always great to have you. Let me show y'all this again. Show y'all this one more time. Universal colloquies side of me. Yes, y'all go on Amazon and cop that book, man. And uh, thanks everybody for tapping in. Yeah, reliablehearts.org. Y'all got you know you you stress, you got some problems. You know, get get on that get on that website, get some help. And because uh, it's real out here, especially in 2020, 2020 is is a, is a monstrosity. It's taking people left and right in so many different ways. You know what I mean? So we got to help each other, y'all. You know what I mean? Share the link, like the link, all love all day, man. Tell the people in your life you love them because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. You know what I mean? Again, all love, man. Thank y'all, man. Stay royal. Peace.